As I get older, the more I enjoy my alone time. I saw a post on Pinterest that reads, learn how to make yourself enough for you without needing someone by your side. Enjoy shopping, listening to music, singing, walking, and sitting alone. Make yourself your one and only partner that no matter what, will always be there for you. Loneliness isn't bad if you know how to make the best out of it. Learn how to enjoy being alone. What is going on, beautiful people? You are listening to the Affirmations for Black Girls podcast, where we focus on personal growth and cultivating a healthy relationship with ourselves. I am your host, Tyra the Creative, actress, content creator, and mental health enthusiast, and we are going to dive in. So, you guys, I remember five or so years ago, I was super uncomfortable with being alone. I would also always wait on a boyfriend or a friend to do things with even something as simple as as trying out a new restaurant that I've been dying to try. Now, this started to get very frustrating for me when I couldn't find people who were as excited as I was to do the things that I wanted to do. So I began to think to myself, Tyra, how dare you get upset because other people are not as excited about trying this restaurant? How dare you get mad because your friends don't want to go to movies at 1 p.m. on a Thursday to see a new Pixar movie? And I quickly realized that I needed to change my thought process around doing things that I wanted to do and get comfortable with doing things by myself. So let's dive right into our affirmation of the week. This week's affirmation is, I love and appreciate spending time with me. Ooh, I just got a, like a ounce of joy. Like it just spurted out of me. Okay, let's dive in y'all. I love and appreciate spending time with me. 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 Think about what it looks like to spend time with you. Think about what it feels like to be appreciated by you. I love and appreciate spending time with me. I love and appreciate spending time with me. Let's say it one last time together. I love and appreciate spending time with me. Ooh, you guys, this affirmation is just perfect for this episode because 
being comfortable with being alone is a journey. And just because you believe you've gotten comfortable now in this moment doesn't mean that it will necessarily stay that way because things change, life happens, you experience new things. So this is something that has to be a daily practice, not a one and done type of task. And I have to constantly remind myself that I'm a whole person and I can do things alone because I love spending time with me. I like me. I like who I am. I know who I am or I'm learning who I am. I like who I who I am when I spend time with myself. I have fun with myself. And something that helped me to understand this concept was the fact that we work on every tangible relationship that we can see with our eyes, right? But we always forget about, or we sometimes, I'm not going to generalize, sometimes we can forget about our relationship with ourselves, our relationship with us. Why didn't you take yourself on a date when you had a bad day? Why didn't you buy yourself flowers when you got the promotion that you've been praying for? Why didn't you have that movie night with your favorite wine and popcorn for yourself last weekend? Sometimes we forget just how important our relationship with self truly is. So today we're going to be exploring three questions. Are you comfortable with being alone? How can I spend more intentional time with myself to build that muscle? And am I just lonely? So let's go ahead and dive in. A lot of us absolutely hate being alone. And y'all, this was me. For a long time, I was like this. And it wasn't until midway through college that I realized that I liked having my own private space versus having roommates. And that moment is when my journey to being comfortable with myself and being alone with myself started to take root within me. So here's an important thing to note. Being comfortable alone is an essential skill that will increase your quality of life by giving you more choices in how you spend your time and live your life. Now, I need y'all to write that down. I'm going to say it one more time. Being comfortable alone is an essential skill. It's important. An essential skill that will increase your quality of life by giving you more choices in how you spend your time and how you live your life. It's more than just developing hobbies and interests and things to do when you are alone in that moment. Developing the capacity to be alone means developing a greater tolerance for intimacy with yourself and your experience. So have you ever thought about your level of intimacy with yourself. Let's take the relationship example again. One of the number one things you would want or I would want in a romantic relationship is intimacy, right? How can you have that there if you don't have it within yourself? Now, I'm not saying if you feel like you need to work on your level of intimacy, your level of intimacy with yourself and you happen to be in a romantic relationship that you should leave your partner. No, that's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is think about all the things that you want in relation with other people, whether platonic or romantic. Now, ask yourself, have I been giving myself these things that I want in relationship with other people? 
Now, before we go any further, I want to make sure that we're all on the same page. This is what I believe. Alone does not mean lonely. They are two different words for two, two different reasons. I love saying that. They are two different words for two different reasons. Now, today we're focusing on the word alone. We can sometimes feel lonely when we are alone, but being alone is a very important skill to learn. It will help you become more comfortable with yourself and notice when you are acting out of discomfort, fear, sadness, and all of those things versus really wanting whatever the thing is to enter into or stay in your life. Y'all feel like I'm preaching today and I'm really talking to myself too. Like, that's what I want y'all to realize. Like this podcast is therapeutic for y'all, but it is so therapeutic for myself. And when I be going back and listening to the episodes weeks later, I'd be like, oh, golly, that hit me. Ooh, I said that. Oh my gosh. So I want you to know that we're all on this journey and I, just as much as y'all, I'm still learning this stuff. Like I have all of this information and it's been said, but the journey in practicing it is a daily thing. So now let's get back to it. So I ask you, are you comfortable with being alone? Take a second to think about how your Friday nights are spent. Are they always spent out with friends, whether they're old friends, new friends, people you just met two days ago? Are they spent at home, but you wish you were out with Bay or out with friends? Are they spent doing something that you are genuinely excited about, no matter who's around? Now, none of these things are inherently bad and spending spending time doing things that you're genuinely excited about with nobody around isn't the end all be all to learning how to be alone, but... If you find yourself only spending time with others, just ask yourself, is it because I genuinely want to be with these people or at these places at all of these times? Or am I running from me? Am I running from alone time with me? Am I uncomfortable? And do I have discomfort? Is it weird to be alone? Do I feel off? Do I have a thought process around being alone that is negative? Do I think being alone is weird? Do I think being alone is not what we supposed to do like really ask yourself these questions so you can get to the bottom of it now ask yourself this if i were to go to a restaurant could i dine in alone be honest now i'm gonna be the first to say for the longest time i could not y'all i would get my food to go and i would eat at home but i recently realized that this was because It was out of fear of being uncomfortable sitting at the table alone because you never expect somebody to really go eat at a restaurant alone unless they may be on like they lunch break. You know, for me, I think this was a very deep rooted belief. Now, how old was I? I was probably like eight. 10 somewhere up in there I was young and I was going out to eat with my parents it had to be a weekend because we were all together and we were going out to eat so it had to be a weekend and we went to this place called Mr. Frosty's downtown Baton Rouge and we used to love this place I don't even know it's not open anymore but one time we went and we had just got our drinks and ordered our food and I saw this man sitting at a table alone now the man looked like he maybe worked construction or something I don't really know you know but he was sitting there alone and he was just enjoying his meal and for me 
I was so sad for this man. I was pitying this man because he was sitting at the table alone. Now, I know that I was just a child and this is just, you know, a thought that I had then, but it made me realize like, it is so much more deep rooted than we may think. For the longest time, I was always like, trying to keep a boyfriend. I always wanted to make sure that I had friends to do things with. Like I would long for these things versus wanting to spend time alone. I never wanted to spend time alone. Granted, I'm a kid, but that trickled over into my adulthood for a very long time. So I recently said back in um, when I started this journey of wanting to have my own space during college, that's when the seed was planted. So I started this journey of getting to know myself and spending a long time with Tyra. So how do we flex this muscle? How do we develop this skill of being comfortable with being alone? That's the real question. Now I was reading Psychology Today, which is a website, and I linked this exact article down below in the show notes. You can go and read it all out. Um, But the, the overall title of the article is what is it let me see let me find it for y'all the overall title of the article is the secret to being comfortable alone and it talks about this classic essay called the capacity to be alone by psychoanalyst dw winnicott who described the paradox of aloneness He believed that the capacity to be alone develops from the experience of being alone in the presence of someone else, which is usually like your mom or a mother figure. So we need to feel the presence of another person, someone who is there for us, with whom we feel safe and doesn't demand anything from us. We need to be seen by others in this way to form a sense of ourselves. We need to know that another person sees us and that we are separate from them simultaneously. And this process assures us that if we go on existing without their presence, this person's presence, and that our existence has meaning and value. Um, From this experience, we internalize a sense of self and safety that is a cornerstone of the ability to tolerate being alone with ourselves. So overall, what I took from all of that stuff is the reason I said to myself, in college, oh, I really want to have my own space is because of exactly what it says here. I started to realize that I'm going to be okay, even if these people are not around, because I had three roommates. So I was like, okay, I can have my own space. And the biggest thing about that is that for me that I took from reading this portion of this classic essay is that alone does not equal lonely. Alone equals a sense of self. Back in 2020 and 2021, I had to relearn what it meant to be alone. And just like I said at the beginning, like it's an ongoing process. Things happen and your mindset shifts and you have to reevaluate, you have to reconfigure your life. But 
I had to relearn what it meant to be alone. As most of you guys know, I was in a long-term relationship when um, I moved out here to Los Angeles in 2018. We moved out here together from the East Coast. So I put being alone on the back burner for quite some time because we lived together. We was out here hustling together. We were all that each other had. We were familiar. We were comfort to one another. And I want to make sure that you guys know that you should still have me time or alone time when you are in a relationship because I didn't that didn't correlate to me when I was in this relationship and that is something that I wish I would have known in the back of my head but everything happened for a reason not saying that I have regrets anything but I want you to know that you should still have your me time your alone time it's important to maintain your sense of self within those romantic relationships because a relationship involves two individuals coming together so once that relationship that I was in ended back in 2020, we still remained in contact for a long time. And it was very hard for me to find my sense of self again, because I was still, you know, talking to him. So it wasn't really like a different situation, you know? So I eventually cut off all communication with this guy so that I could focus on getting to know myself again. So I decided to do something drastic, y'all. Well, it was drastic for me. (laughs) And I have talked about it briefly on previous episodes, but I took a solo trip down to San Diego, California, and it was one of the most uncomfortable things that I have done in a very long time. Well, let me be honest, it wasn't completely solo because I did have Lexi with me, but it was most definitely a solo trip. I was the only human on this trip with me. I got a beautiful room on the marina and I spent a lot of time in the room journaling, eating good food and just being with me. And I didn't have any plans, but I did decide to go to the zoo alone. Lexi didn't want to go with me, so I left her at the room. But it was honestly an amazing experience. It was very uncomfortable, but it was very amazing. And it helped me to get more comfortable with traveling alone because that's something that I have always been super terrified to do, especially in the state of the world. It's so dangerous. But there are, you know smaller trips that I can take and also smaller things that I can do to spend more time with myself. And my number one rule for all of this, like getting to know yourself, spending time alone, getting comfortable with it is to be creative with it. I realized that I am a very creative date person. So I wanted to make sure that I started implementing that creativity into my alone time. So If you're like, okay, I want to do this, I challenge you to take yourself on a date. It could be a lunch date. We can start small. It don't have to be a dinner date. It can be a breakfast date, lunch date, um, and to put your phone away. You know, when you're on that first date with a new guy, you are present and you look into his eyes and you don't have your phone out. Girl, be present with you and look into your soul. Maybe you can journal while you're at that lunch date or read a book. But the only thing that I want you to refrain from, my only no-no on this solo date or any solo date you have is to avoid being in your phone because our phones are truly an escape mechanism. And the purpose of the date is to be intentional with yourself, to get to know you, to spend time with you. Now, when I went on my solo date or my solo trip to San Diego, it was like a three-day trip. I was down there for three days, y'all. And I actually bought a book 
called the adventure challenge book and i got the solo edition and if you guys are interested in investing in this journey then i i link that book down below in the show notes for you just click it it'll take you right there but it has a lot of great solo adventure ideas the book is 49.99 and I highly suggest it. So what I love about the book is that it is full of scratch off. So you don't know what the, the solo adventure is until you scratch it off and it tells you. And the rules of the book are that you have to do it once you scratch it off. And what I also love is that there is a key. So if you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know how much time I have or whatever the case may be, there's a key that tells you how long it'll take, what needs to be involved. Like if you need to be outside or inside or make sure that it's a sunny day, or if it's a nighttime activity, it tells you all of those things and how much it'll cost, how much time you should set aside. And I think that's what makes it so great to have because no matter what your circumstance, you can flip through the book and figure out which one you can do at that time, no matter what the time allotment you have for yourself. And then at the very, very back of the book, they have like a page of ones that says save for last. So I'm super excited to get to the save for last ones because I'm just, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to be. So once you scratch it off, um, the idea is to do the date or the adventure and then write about it and take a photo. And I just, it's just such an amazing thing and it really gets you out of your phone. It really gets you present. And I just find joy in things like that, you guys. And something that I said before my last relationship was that I really wanted to do this book and it has 50 adventures in it. I wanted to do this book in its entirety before I started to date again. And granted that didn't happen, but if you're in a space where you're like, okay, I really want to take some real time. Like I want to take a year or whatever to really focus on me and you're intentional about it. Listen, 50 days, that's one a week. Look, that's a whole year for you right now or whatever the time frame. Um, I, I thought that was a great idea to finish that book before dating again, even though I didn't do it. If you know, just want to put that out there for you. So there are also and, and like I said, I linked it down in the show notes for y'all if you want to check it out. There are also other things that you can do to spend time with yourself. Like if you're like, girl, I don't want to spend $49.99 on no book. I don't want to take no pictures. I just want to do some things that are easy for me to do. You can do a lot of different things. So lately I've been doing a lot more journaling and I've been doing a lot more journaling because I found my old journals, y'all. And I, it was just so amazing to see how far I've come in the way that I write, in the way that I think what was going on and to just put myself back in that space of what was going on and feel how far I've come emotionally from those times. Like it just really gave me a lot of hope and comfort in knowing that trouble don't last always that time does actually heal all wounds and that I'm still growing and I'm still becoming a better person and I'm still growing into who Tyra is I'm not where I was back then journaling is is amazing so I've done a lot more of that um, so that I can get all of my thoughts out on paper so they aren't floating around in my head for days and months years even um, I've also been talking to myself in the mirror. So you can talk to yourself in the mirror. And I already know there are a lot of people out there who say talking to yourself is crazy and all that kind of stuff. But if I'm being honest, y'all, I'm technically talking to myself right now. And this is considered normal. So... <laughs> but I really love having conversations with myself in the mirror. 
when I need it. And I kind of touched on this a little bit when I was talking about inner child work on, I guess, episode one uh, of season two. But when I need it, I love talking to myself. And most of the time I am talking to myself by spending time with my inner child and doing inner child work. Um, But overall, it's a very therapeutic practice. And I it's something that I implement either like I talk to myself at least every other day to be completely honest Um, and I think that is perfectly fine and okay and actually something that you should be doing the number one thing that you can do on this journey of getting comfortable with being alone is getting to know yourself and leaning into self-discovery now this is the same process you do at the beginning of every relationship think about it y'all like all of this is the same like relationship with self relationship with god is all the same as these relationships that we try to have with men women you know romantic platonic it's all the same and sometimes we don't think about it that way but it's the same process that you have at the beginning of every relationship you get to know the person so think about it what is your story? What do you like about yourself? What are your insecurities? What are your life goals? Get to know who you are. Ask yourself those questions. And there are a ton of things that I can rattle off for spending intimate and intentional time with yourself. But the truth is you can do anything alone. Now, sometimes we do need some ideas. So I am going to throw out some ideas. Here are some things that are on my list. I took some time to write down, okay, Tyra, what do you want to do? What's going on? Um, so here's some things that I currently do alone and that are on my list to start doing alone. So number one is taking a pottery class, which I've already talked about. I start next month so i'm super 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 excited i'm doing it alone but it's in a group setting um but i'm not going with a friend and i'm excited about it you could also have a spa day go to you know go to your favorite spa find a new spa to go to um cook a new dish what have you been wanting to eat lately have you seen something on instagram on pinterest that you're dying to try learn how to like find a recipe and learn how to cook it for yourself and then you'll just have that fulfillment and that joy of cooking something new trying something new and that sense of accomplishment go for a long walk now y'all i'm super excited about this because i've been going for uh long walks but i've been going with a friend but I'm super excited because my health app is like, oh, you have over the last six days, your steps have more than doubled. And I'm like, yes, like it's just it's just amazing. And I'm like, wow, like I really have been going on a morning walk every single day and I've been clearing my mind and I've been being out in nature. I've been getting sun. So go for a walk. It don't have to be a long walk. If you only got like 10 minutes, take a 10 minute walk or whatever. You could journal like we've been talking about. Travel solo. You don't have to go far. Maybe you can have a staycation. Go stay at a a dope hotel in a city that you live in or go on a small road trip. San Diego is two hours away. Listen, that's a trip that I'm always willing to take because it's so close. You don't always have to go super far. You don't always have to travel via airplane. Uh, Take a solo trip. Go get a massage. Go to a comedy show. Go to a new cafe and try a new drink. Have a picnic and read a new book. You can go to the movies. Now, this is one of the first things that I started doing alone that I will always do alone. I went to a movie by myself for the first time 
probably in 2018 when I moved out here I went to the movies and my boyfriend at the time didn't want to go so I just went by myself and I was so nervous and I went at like 12 or 1 p.m movie theater was empty i got my little popcorn and it was a really really good time i was like wow why haven't i been doing this and i feel like with all the rest of stuff that i'm going to talk about that is honestly my thought process wow why haven't i been doing this by myself like i don't know where that that belief came that we need to do things with other people y'all but we could be our own best friend and we should be our own best friend. So go to the movies. You could also make a vision board. That's still on my list. Uh, I, I haven't done that yet. I, that's at the top. That's a priority because January is almost over and I really want to make a vision board for my phone screen so I can always look at it. You could also volunteer. You could take yourself out to dinner. You can listen to your favorite podcast like this one, like Affirmation for Black Girls. So honestly, I want to take a second because you are listening to this podcast right now thank you thank you so much for showing up for yourself and thank you so much for listening to one of your favorite podcasts thank you so much for making me a part of your day thank you you could also try a new workout class I talked about this last week I just started boxing and I loved it I love it and it has created a new normal for me and I look forward to it every day so right now I'm going at 7 a.m y'all And I was ta- I was terrified when I first started going at 7 a.m. I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm not gonna be able to keep it up. I was, you know, having all of these thoughts. And then I was like, Tyra, once I went, I was like, I like this because I get out at eight. I still got the morning so I can take my walk. Like I can go and get, grab a drink from Starbucks or another coffee shop or whatever. And it's just honestly been amazing. And it just, it's just been promoting more happiness in my daily life. So I, I highly suggest you try a new workout class. Um, and then the last one that I want to, want to say is to focus on building a healthy lifestyle that you love. Now that one is a conglomerate of of things, but that includes, you know, getting more sun, going out, um, going out to new workout classes or working out as a whole, going on hikes, um, eating healthier and, making sure that you're taking care of yourself because if you're if you're like me i really think my audience is like me i'm about to be 30 years old it is time to take care of this body and one way that i am building a healthier lifestyle that i love is with ag1 by athletic greens who is the sponsor of today's episode you guys so if you are in a stage of loving yourself more and implementing a more healthy or implementing more healthy options into your life i highly suggest that you add AG1 to your daily routine. So I decided to give AG1 a try because I wanted to make sure that I was covered nutritionally every single day, no matter what I ate that day. So you're like, what is AG1? AG1 is an all-in-one formula that is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients that give me major benefits like gut and mood support. It also helps boost my energy. It helps with recovery, which is super helpful right now since I've been taking this new boxing class, y'all. And it also supports immunity. So I take my AG1 in the morning. It's a part of my morning routine. I take it right before I go to boxing. And I'm going to be honest with y'all, it does taste really healthy and I've already noticed a difference in my mood and my energy levels. And overall, AG1 has given me a peace of mind because all I have to do is add a scoop of it, one scoop 
to some water once a day and drink it. Now, I recently went to Orlando with my family and I love that they have the travel packs so that you can pack them with you on the go. I only had a carry on because I wasn't about to pay for no no under the under the plane bag, no check bag, y'all. So I put it in my carry on and I was so excited because they could fit. I had enough servings for every day. We were in Orlando for about six days and we were going to Disney. So I wanted to make sure that I was equipped with all of the nutrients I needed on a daily basis, even if I had, you know, a pretzel or I had a Dole Whip or whatever I had, whatever I was eating, I had to make sure that I was getting all of the nutrients that I needed. And y'all, I know that this is an ad, but AG1 is seriously so easy to keep up with because it's only one supplement versus taking 17 vitamins a day to get all of the nutrients that you need. And it has been a part of my daily routine now since the end of November when I was at Disney. And it just makes me feel great. So if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So go to athleticgreens.com forward slash affirmations. That's athleticgreens.com forward slash affirmations. Check it out. And I've also linked it down below in the show notes for you. Loneliness, what is it? In this day and age, y'all, we have truly become numb to the severity of the words we choose to use in our daily language. For example, we say things like, I could have died when I tripped in front of those people. And to be honest, that's something that I have been working on for a while to make sure that I'm using the correct words for the correct situation because words do mean things and the power of life and death is in the tongue, amen? But Okay, our last question that we will dive into is, am I lonely? I have experienced loneliness before, but it's typically very short-lived. But when feelings of loneliness or isolation get worse and continue long-term, there may be more serious signs and symptoms that you need to be aware of, and it may be labeled as chronic loneliness. But before we go any further, do not use this as a diagnosis, y'all. Please talk to a professional if you are experiencing loneliness so you can get the facts for your situation. So I found this article on chronic loneliness and it says, chronic loneliness occurs when feelings of loneliness and uncomfortable social isolation go on for a long period of time. It's characterized by constant and unrelenting feelings of being alone, separated or divided from others, and an inability to connect on a deeper level. It can also be accompanied by deeply rooted feelings of self-doubt, low self-esteem, or social anxiety. Ongoing loneliness can afflict even the most seemingly outgoing person. Being the life of the party doesn't necessarily exclude someone from being chronically lonely. This type of chronic or long-term loneliness can eventually impact all areas of your life. So, what can chronic loneliness look like? It can look like the inability to connect with others on a deep 
more intimate level. Maybe you have friends or family in your life, but engagement with them is at a very surface level. Your interactions don't feel connected in a way that's fulfilling and this disconnection seems to never end. Maybe it can look like no close or best friends. You have friends, but they're just casual friends or acquaintances and you feel you you can find no one who truly gets who you are. It can be overwhelming feelings of isolation regardless of where you are and who's around you. You can be at a party surrounded by dozens of people and yet you feel isolated, separate, and disengaged. At work, you may feel alienated and alone. Same on a bus or a train or walking down a busy street. If It's as if you are in your own unbreakable bubble. It can also look like negative feelings of self-doubt and self-worth. Does it feel like you are always less than enough? These feelings long-term are another possible symptom of chronic loneliness. It can also look like when you try to connect or reach out, it's not reciprocated and you're not seen or heard. And then it can also look like exhaustion and burnout when trying to engage socially. If you're dealing with chronic loneliness, trying to engage or be social with others can leave you feel very exhausted. Continued feelings of being drained can lead to other issues like sleep problems and weakened immune systems, poor diet, and even more. Now, I decided to add this so you could use this as a gauge. If you're like, no, I'm not experiencing any of this, then let's try to implement some of those solo activities that we talked about earlier, because you may just be uncomfortable with being alone and you just have to flex that muscle a little bit more so you can get more comfortable. But if you're like Tyra, yes, I am feeling all of the things, I am feeling a lot of these things, then please take some time to talk with a professional because chronic loneliness can lead to a variety of health problems like driving up your cortisol levels, which is a hormone that the body creates when it's under stress and high cortisol levels can lead to high blood pressure, excessive weight gain, and a lot more. So I suggest BetterHelp. Y'all already know that I love that service and have used it myself. And the link is always down in the show notes if you want to check it out. But I wanted to make sure that you knew that being alone is not loneliness. They are two different things. They're two different words. And we should all know the difference between the two. The capacity to be alone involves knowing that you are never really alone. That is the paradox. If you know yourself, you're never truly alone. But why do I need to be comfortable with being alone? Well, you become one with yourself. You get to know you. And the biggest one for me is you have a better idea of what disrupts your peace and you have better discernment for who and what you let into and let stay in your life. So don't wait for other people to make you feel special or loved. Start with yourself and be creative with it. Get comfortable with being alone because it will empower you.
Uh-oh, y'all. You know what time it is. It is time for our fun closing segment. And today we are doing recommendation of the day. Now I know you're probably like, okay, Tyra, you always doing recommendation of the day. But the thing is, y'all, I be wanting to recommend y'all stuff. And it be good stuff to recommend. So today's recommendation of the day is a new class. I really recommend that you guys take a new exercise class because when I went into my new boxing gym, I was like, "Uh, I know that people are already like, they have their set schedule, routines and all this kind of stuff. And I have to like fall in and I feel like the new kid, but I was welcomed with open arms and it was just an amazing environment to be in. And it just made me so happy to be a part of a group class. We're all working towards the same goal of getting fit and being in this class together. And it's just an amazing experience. And if you're in a space in your life where maybe you move to a new city or maybe you're feeling very lost or like you don't have a set routine a new exercise class can help so much with that so like I said I've been taking boxing so I'm learning a new skill on top of getting fit and Overall, it's just been a very, very, very good experience. So if you decide to try a new class, take a picture, post it on Instagram and tag us at Affirmations for Black Girls or on Twitter at AFBG underscore podcast. Like I want to see what new class you guys are taking or email me if you don't want to take a picture. Email me at AffirmationsBlackGirls at gmail.com. Like I want to hear from y'all. Thank y'all so much for the emails and everything like I always want to see what you guys are implementing into your life from the podcast and how it is working for you. Like, I really, really care about each and every one of you. So please share that with me if you try a new class. And it don't have to be nothing like boxing. Boxing is high intensity interval training. So it's very like strenuous on the body. But you can take like a dance class, Pilates, yoga. You know what I'm saying? Even a new class where you're simply stretching. Like, it don't have to be nothing crazy, y'all. But just... Put yourself in a new experience and let me know how it works for you. I can't wait to see what y'all end up doing, but that's all that I have for you today. Today, make sure that you join us again next week and make sure you subscribe to the podcast and rate and review and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Y'all, we got 26 subscribers. Thank y'all so much. The videos are coming soon. I'm super excited. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. All of the links are down below in the show notes. Since we have no videos, it's gonna it may be hard for you to find on YouTube. So just click the link down below. But our title, the title of our channel is Affirmations for Black Girls. And I want to thank y'all so much for listening. And I am rooting for you to be comfortable with being alone and starting that journey and just being intentional with loving yourself a little more each and every day because you can never love yourself too much. So thank y'all so much for watching or thank you so much for listening. This is Affirmations for Black Girls.